back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is On the Block here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bakovin in today for Nathan Brennan. Uh, Eric Strickland, Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet here as usual. And, uh, of course, a big game for Nebraska against Illinois tomorrow. And there's been just this huge, uh, I, I suppose, uh, support for Mickey Joseph. It seems to be getting bigger and bigger by the week. And if Nebraska beats Illinois... It is interesting to see where it goes from there. Strick, you said you'd probably want to wait off a few games still before announcing. I know a lot of fans want to say, hey, if you beat Illinois, you beat a top 25 team, let's get, let's just hand Mickey the ropes and get going from there. Um, for what it's worth, they are bringing in, they have, it looks like they have a pretty impressive uh, group of recruits coming in for this game, including Dylan Riola. His younger brother uh, got a scholarship offer from Nebraska a little bit earlier in the week. Uh, so the Riola family obviously going to be here. Maybe it's more about visiting their their uncle, who's the offensive line coach, obviously, at Nebraska. But that's certainly interesting. And Bo Hewley, a Georgia offensive tackle commit. Talk about Nebraska needing to uh, fix that offensive line. The biggest problems there to me are the offensive tackles. I don't know if you want to go to a high schooler to get that done, but a guy that's committed to Georgia on the offensive line, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe that works out. Yeah, lo- lo- listen, I'm, I'm sell- you, you, you've seen the movie Trading Places? Uh, with uh, Eddie Murphy and, and the group where basically they're doing like um, selling stocks and, and, and okay. they they were trying to basically turn this guy into a, a guy that's homeless into, right? Oh, yeah. There's a scene in there, Bach, where they're in there and, and the rich, the really rich guys were, uh, got tricked by Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd and... Get out there and sell, sell, sell. <laughs> That's what I would be doing in every way if I'm a Nebraska staff member. I'm selling every lineman the goods. Oh, yeah. Because the opportunities to to step in the voids right now that are, are present at the line position, there's not going to be a, a, a Newly. Uh, sighting until yeah, maybe until next, next year, season, yeah. and you're in, and you don't know what's going on with Prohaska. And I'm selling every lime in the goods because you got to get him in here somehow, some way. Uh, you know, nil. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. niling him to death right now if I can. I think it's going to be a big nil off season for the what is known as the pipeline at Nebraska, but has not looked that way for several years, especially this season. I think it is a good point though to bring up Noelle and Prohaska. Uh, of course, Nebraska did have Prohaska early on in the season. Didn't seem to be his old self, or at least the way that we saw him in that Northwestern game last year. So we've had mm-hmm. very um, spotty looks at Prohaska. If he was 100% healthy early in the season, I, I don't think so. Um, but that is somewhat uh, makes you feel a little bit better if you're kind of thinking about coming into next year is that you will probably bring those guys back, Newilly and, and Prohaska, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which will add to this offensive line. Then, I mean, at some point, though, they've got to get some tackles in here because I just don't know if that's Corcoran or Ben Hart's spots. They've like kind of been forced to play that yeah. their entire career, so people yeah. have negative views on them. They might be true guards, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I want to see them get that opportunity. But unfortunately, even though they're not great tackles – 
They're the best tackles Nebraska seems to have, so that's who they're rolling with. Yeah. We'll see though. This week, I mean, maybe Hunter Anthony gets back out there, but it's 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 not just it's not just Ben Harder or you know the Corcoran. It's it's basically everybody they're throwing out there isn't looking great. Yeah. Aren't looking like they're ready to take and, that job. And it's and it's not even it's not even just the line play. It's the blow buys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like there's not even a second or a half a second just. Can you at least put a hand on free them? runners? Yeah. yeah, can you put a hand on them? And then it's it's the pass offs. It's see see. I don't think people understand the significance of Cam Jurgens. Just seeing fronts, understanding what guys are trying to do, getting guys set in slide shifts. Um, you know, yes, it's a quarterback's job to identify, you know, blitzing linebackers, Mike's wheels, where they're coming from, so forth, so it can help. But that lineman, that leadership at that center position to be able to point guys out, know where blitz is, passing guys off, you know, in stunts, I have just haven't seen Nebraska do like other line cores that I've seen do and have success at it. If they can learn to do that, just that, they they can put themselves in a better position. Yes, they like to get deep, want to go deep, but they just don't have the line to get you there right now. And I, I and it's not even enough for slant action. I, I I would like to see some run pass options a little bit more, just to kind of hold linebackers a little bit, not yeah. allow guys to get downhill, kind of be able to know your reads pretty quick and where you want to get to and get the ball out but yeah man I mean it's 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 tough I'm not I don't I hate coming down conti- continuously on the line but the play is just bad and, and I'm Sal 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 yeah. <laughs> so. every lineman every lineman that you can I'm trying to get him in here yeah, and I think you, I hopefully we'll see Nebraska maybe attack that blitz if they're kind of seeing it coming throw to where those guys were, you know, with the, some mm-hmm. screen plays, um, you know, even misdirection definitely draws. Uh, you're not seeing a whole lot of that out of Nebraska. I think with that bye week, maybe you will. Maybe you'll see some different wrinkles thrown into the offense that we haven't seen. And then, it, it, you know, just the traditional running game, it's man, is that taking a hit? Anthony Grant started off Can't get no red room. hot, seemed to be a you know top five running back, especially considering his numbers early on in the season. He's been falling three out of the last four games, less than fifty yards a game. That's a that's completely taking out a you know one <laughs> like basically two parts to an offense yeah. rush and, and pass, and uh, you know outside of a, a huge sixty yard run by Trey Palmer, who just could could do no wrong against Purdue. Um, they didn't get that traditional running game going, and and if they don't, I mean, expect another absolutely misbalanced time of possession game because Illinois will. Illinois is number three in the nation in time of possession. If yeah. Nebraska can't get the run game going, ditches it, they're going to have to really rely on that big play again, and Illinois has just got a better defense than yeah, Purdue does. Then, yeah, and, and so here's the thing with that too. One of the things that I haven't been seeing that I saw some success in is draws. I, I, I would like to see more trapping. I would like to see oh, yeah. letting guys with all of that pent-up energy on the defensive line, let them do what they do, shield body, turn body, or trap them, and find out ways to put we, – we're, we're so stuck on zone, zone you know, uh, run blocking and, yeah. and just different where, – where it's matchup blocking and so forth and so on, or it's touch a guy and then get down to the linebacker. I, I would like to see a little bit more of letting those guys kind of get penetration, draw them up, delay them up, uh, you know, screen them up, 
slow them guys down a little bit. But I, I just haven't just seen a consistency in that area, and I think it's affecting us. Well, and again, it's it's uh, this is what I've said all throughout the Scott Frost tenure. I know things didn't go well, and the whole you know the staff was kind of the scapegoat to give Scott Frost another year. Um, but that's what's still. I mean, you can say yeah, oh, the play calling's been awful. The play calling's really tough when you're limited in what you can do. A few years ago, the 2020 uh, offense was particularly bad, but they could not throw downfield. They could not run mm-hmm. up the middle really leaves you a little – you don't have a lot to work with there. And, you know, this team is kind of getting into that, that same territory where you, you can't – if you can't run up the middle, thank God they can throw downfield, and sure and they sure as heck can do that. But, um, you know, it just kind of limits what you can do. You're, you, it kind of feels like Nebraska, without being able to, to make, you know, sustainable drives go, um, is just kind of dilly-dallying around here and there until they throw deep and mm-hmm. until they really take their strike. And maybe it'll take a lot more strikes. Maybe, you know, it'll be – Kind of, if you remember Tommy Armstrong's senior year, was kind of the YOLO ball. We like to call mm-hmm. it for Tommy or Tommy Armstrong. Um, I think maybe that might be Nebraska's best offense if you can't get the traditional run game going again. And again, that's it's all right, but that's playing right into what Illinois wants to do with time of possession uh, and just the the game. Uh, you know, kind of the, the the game tempo that they're going for. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a, it's, a, it's a lot to keep an eye on. Keep your eyes open. Um, I'm hoping that they can just stop the run. Oh yeah. If if they can't, it, it's going to be trouble. Here's here's a key too, and and Illinois had trouble the last couple of games. Once they get into the red zone, now the red zone defense is really good. So Nebraska, it might they might get some field goals of their own if they get in the red zone. Um, but the red zone offense has really struggled as of late. Illinois have. They hope that maybe they have found a fix for that. Um, their big uh, running back Josh McCray gets back in the into the game. Hopefully, they're hoping this weekend, and he is a big guy, 240 pounds as a running back. So he's mm-hmm. their goal line guy. He's hoping that what they can do to fix that. But uh, I, I think I had the the numbers here. Uh, Il- during the last two games, Illinois has scored just one touchdown in nine red zone opportunities. Mm-hmm. Y- y- Bend but don't break them. Yeah. And Nebraska's kind of the team, you know, traditionally you kind of think, well, don't let a team hang around. Nebraska's that team now. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's the team that just kind of needs to hang around. Yeah. And if Illinois let them, um, you know, you can you can yeah. bite back. You can really take yeah. a game where you just say, you know, Illinois is just going to come out of that game thinking our red zone struggles are still there, and that's what cost us the game. Yeah, that's where it's at. But – Right now, it's time to play our game. That's right. You've got to play to win the game. <laughs> it is Friday. Shootout with Strick coming up next. Tap in. You see my guys over here uh, talking crazy to me. RM Husker, I see you on the on the on the uh, stream line, <laughs> the YouTube stream line, talking about the uh, the chicken. Well, no, it was BJ BJ Arroyo. Yeah, talking about how he beat me to win the chicken. That's all right. Come on back. <laughs> Next, shootout with Strick, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. It is me and Bach today on the block. We'll see you in a second when we get right back.